Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Usma, and we are two moms out to save the world. My friend Kate is a passionate woman teaching women about sovereignty. And my friend Uzma is passionate about how to survive as a mom after the kids have grown and flown. Together, we want to break societal norms and bring a new perspective to life and the world around us. Join us as we create an alternate perspective for a richer life and better relations. We are, we two, are moms two moms out, out to save the world. <laughs> Good morning, Uzma. How are you today? Good. I am great. How are you, Kate? Good. Tell me about your morning. How was your morning? Oh, my so far? morning. I love to tell about this. It was a fabulous morning today because the entire neighborhood's internet went out. So I was really scared I wasn't going to be able to record this podcast. So my daughter taught me how to do hotspot. So, and so because I was so obsessed with the internet this morning, I didn't get time to take a shower. So I'm wearing this beautiful hat. So those of you who watch our YouTube channel can see me in my winter hat. Well, I told you I loved your hat. Hey, the thing about hot spotting, make sure when you're done hot spotting to turn it off. My husband had to hot, we had the same thing happen, I think last week because we had a nice storm um, and he didn't turn his hot spot off. And every time I got near him, my, my watch is like, oh, do you want a hot spot? (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm glad for, you know, my daughter who helped me figure out how to do this hot spot. Otherwise I wouldn't be on this morning to ask you, how was your morning? Oh, I had a good morning. Um, I, so this is fun. I've been, I've started meditating for like an hour every morning. I used to do like max 20 minutes. So I started doing an hour. I've been doing these guided meditations, like a quantum meditation. So I can like see my future and what I want. And then I've been trying to clear my, my chakras because I know some of those bitches are blocked, Yeah, (laughs) but that's been like an hour. And so this morning I just, I didn't do anything guided. I just, um, I have the calm app and I took, put the thunderstorm on in the background and I, um, meditated for 30 minutes. And since I've been doing an hour, literally, it felt like five or 10 minutes, like it was over like that. So that's kind of fun. Um, awesome. Yeah. And I don't work today. So that's good too. And, um, we have a really wonderful guest. So I was really excited to, um, to have her join us today. Yes. Um, I'm so excited for our guests. Yeah. All right. So today we have Melissa Perkins and Melissa has 25 years experience in like health and, um, and coaching for, I, and I know, I know one thing particular, when I had you in my group to chat, you, uh, one of your specialties is working with people that maybe are, um, have injuries or, or, you know, they're like, I can't exercise. I can't move. So maybe, maybe more that's a mindset block, right? Um, yeah, I mean, probably a little bit of both. But that that really feel like movement isn't something that um, is attainable for them anymore. So I know that's one thing that you um, you talk about a lot too. But welcome, Melissa. We're so excited to have a, have you uh, tell us a little bit more about who Melissa Perkins is. Yeah, thank you so much, Kate and Uzma. It's great to be here. Um, and you, let me just first kind of talk about what you you mentioned about people kind of having a mindset block or thinking that movement isn't for them. Um, Because I think there's so much information out there where people think, oh, I have to do X, Y, or Z because that's what, you know, they say I should do. Um, And instead of taking the, oh, I should do this, or I have to do this, 
un- helping people understand that maybe what what's right for you is not right for everybody else and finding what is something that you'll kind of stick with that is appropriate for you. So there's always something, you know, that we can find to move our bodies and, you know, maybe for someone, uh, it might look very different than for someone else or, or even the general population. And, and that's okay. And that's part of why I like what I do is being able to show people that they, they can do something and, and have more of a positive attitude towards, well, what can you do rather than, oh, I can't do this or, or even with food, I can't, you know, eat that or that sort of thing. Um, so I, you know, I work as a, as a personal trainer um, and a nutritionist uh, for the last 25 years, the majority of those have been in person uh, until uh, the pandemic hit. <clears throat> and I had to, like so many other people, uh, shift my business and, and understand, wow, why, you know, what can I do? I, I love what I do. That's why I'm still doing this <laughs> 25 years later Right. Um, in the, you know, the health and, and wellness industry. And uh, so I took all my uh, coaching online and I actually, I wish I'd done it sooner. And I, I don't know why I didn't, because I, I have a husband whose career makes us move you know, every few years. Uh, so this is portable and I don't have to lose clients. You know, if I, if I move out of the area physically in the past, you know, that was, that was kind of it. Um, and so it, it actually helped me find where I really should fit um, in this industry and being able to help more people because now I have a, a wider reach. Um, yeah. I, so- and and I, I think that's, that's been the, like one, um, like shining or uh, what do you call it? The, yeah, I don't know. Good thing out of COVID Absolutely, more people have moved online to be able to serve, you know, because the people we serve aren't just local, right? Like, like, and, and so that was a mindset block that I think a lot of us did have, right? Like if, if you got a job, you had to go to that job or, you know, if, so I, if I live in Chicago and my job that I just applied for was in Denver, it's like, okay, well now you got to pick up and move. And it's just opened this whole new, um, arena for, for people to, to find, find who they're attracted. I, I, I just find it fascinating. Yeah, me too. And, and, and for me, I love to travel. And so I have been able to continue to, to serve my clients and, and keep my business going and do that for as long as I have Wi-Fi, uh, you know, and my, my laptop, I'm good to go. Yes. Uh, you know, or a hotspot. I've done the hotspot thing before too. I've, I've had to do that where I said, Oh, I, you know, I've got to, you know, figure this out and, and you do. And, and it's, so it, the technology has, has been interesting along the way for all of us. Um, but it really, you know, helped me to find where I can help more. I can actually help more people. And, and that's part of why I do this is I especially work with women. So I want to make sure that I'm able to reach more women and show them that there's a different way than what they've been, you know, struggling to try to do that they think is the way towards weight loss or wellness or improving their health. So that's been, you know, it's been a a good thing, you know, (laughs) so that was a one good thing for me in the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, how did you get into this? Well, I, I was an athlete uh, in college and I actually went to college for athletic training and exercise science is my bachelor's degree. 
Uh, so I wanted to be that person who runs out on the field uh, when an athlete got injured. You know, you'll see them on you know oh. TV or, or you know even high school sports and and college sports. Uh, and then I <clears throat> married my husband, who was going in the military, and realized that this was not a portable career. You know, I I when I moved to be with him. <laughs> I lost my network and realized that I need, to, again, there was my first pivot, I guess, in my career was how do I use this information, but in a way that I can make this work for his career, because that was his plan was to make this a career. So I got my personal training certification through NASM and I was a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and I, you know, and that's where I started working with using that information and that background to work with people who had injuries and medical conditions. So I was that personal trainer that um, was sent to, you know, the people who had, you know, those problems that other personal trainers didn't know how to um, work with. So that kind of became my, my niche, you know, back then. Um, and then as I got older, I realized as a woman who was almost 50 now, there was a lot of, or a lack of information for women. Uh, on what should you do now? Not when you're 30, not when you're 28, you know, but okay, you're 40, 50 years old. There was kind of this disconnect between the young age or you're a senior. And right. what should we be doing, you know, as our bodies change, as our priorities change, as our life changes. Um, and so that kind of became uh, several years ago, more of an interest to me because I saw there was a lack of good information that was more targeted toward this particular population within which, you know, I could relate because that was me too. So that kind of answers, that. oh, go ahead. That, and oh. that, that also answers the question, why do you do what you do? Right. Because you, you found a, you found a gap, a need for, for women. And, um, and I feel like, like menopause, I, if I can, sorry, cursing on the podcast, that word just comes up. And I, like, I, I know I cringe because I feel like there's so much, um, just misinformation around that too. Like you hit this time in your life and all of a sudden your metabolism slows down, which I've read. That's not necessarily true per se, you know, and, and just, I feel like, like it's become this industry of let's sell women supplements and things to um, combat this, whereas you know, I, I'm I know there's there's just better ways, uh, movement being one of them, to just navigate through that challenge in our lives. Absolutely, there's there, there's kind of two different things. There's so much information. There's there's a lot of bad information, but there's also a lot of a lack of good information out there. You know, it's science based information and you know, anyone who knows me professionally or, you know, or has worked with me knows that science is a big thing for me that I'm not, you know, taking the anecdotal, oh, this worked for me or this, you know, what does the science say? What are, you know, what are they finding? Um, and, and sometimes there's lack of, of research for women too, which is unfortunate. Um, and then sometimes, you know, over the years we've had to figure it out ourselves and there's been a lot of that. Um, but I, I think the women, you know, now that are in our around that menopause age came from a time of diet culture mm -hmm. and the, 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 yes. the body ideal that we had when we were younger was very, um, 
unrealistic, very stick thin, you know, kind of unhealthy, um, you know, the supermodels and th- there was no curves, you know, that, you know, that was not what we were supposed to, <laughs> you know, right. aim to be. And I, th- I think that's has stayed with us. You know, I, I know, you know, from experience, you know, mindset psychology wise things stay with us from childhood so those things that we saw the images the information that we're given have stuck with us and i think that's a big thing that i find i'm combating with a lot of women you know now is you know who are around that age is getting away from those ideals and those things that are in our mind of um how you should look and and what we should be trying to you know the scale the scale is a big thing you know mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of how your clothes fit or, or if you've gotten stronger, or, you know, it's still, what, what does the scale number say that that makes or break your day. And, and I really try to get women away from the whole diet is the answer. The scale is the only, you know, um, measurement of my success type of mindset. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, what are three things you would suggest people, you know, women do? Uh, well, I, I, th- I think the biggest thing for me is, is looking at things as a whole in a more of a holistic wellness approach. You know, we always think diet and exercise, but women tend to be the, the people who take everything on, you know, and and tend to be under a lot of stress, even if they feel like I've got a great life. I don't have a lot of stress. I'm managing a lot of times they aren't. uh, And they don't realize that maybe if they're over exercising or eating, you know, not the best that that stresses their body. And that mm-hmm. is a form of stress that if you're trying to work out like you did when you were, you know, 30 years old, maybe that's not the best thing for your body anymore, not just physically, but actually, you know, uh, in, internally, as far as stress wise. So uh, looking at things beyond diet and exercise, uh, looking at sleep and stress management are kind of like puzzle pieces. So putting those things together where they don't realize how much those have an effect on what they're doing. Uh, and, and if they're having, you know, if they're feeling stuck in weight loss or improving their health that, you know, I, I have a friend they haven't looked at. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a friend and, and I, I bring this up because you, you know, you said it, which I, I, I found this fascinating. She's vegan, right? She, she eats well and she was doing CrossFit and not, she didn't change anything in what she was doing and she started gaining weight. So went to the doctor and that's exactly what was going on. They're like, you are stressing your body out with your CrossFit training. First of all, like you've got to dial that back. And, and there were just some imbalances going on, but that, that was a big kind of red flag of you're, you're really just stressing your body out. So I, I, I love that you brought that up because I, I feel like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm falling short by not getting enough exercise, but there, it really is about balance. Yes. That's, that's a, the perfect word is, is finding a, a balance of, you know, doing things, you know, everything we do, if you think about it this way, there's kind of that fight or flight, you know, response of our body, the adrenaline, the go, 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 but we totally miss this side that, that what we call the parasympathetic side of things or the rest and digest it is an easy way to think of it. And so many women are, you know, I got to do more. I have to do more exercise because now my metabolism slowed down. So I have to do more cardio and more CrossFit, you know, and then they eat less and they eat less because that's what they're told. You have to eat less and move more. And um, it's not that simple. 
And then there's a point where women actually are doing more damage to their metabolism and their goals by doing the move more, eat less mentality, you know, program, you know, because they're doing exactly what you said. They're, they're out of balance and they aren't looking at these other things that are, are being affected. And as we get older hormones are, you know, and our bodies are much more sensitive and as those things change, we have to keep that in mind as well. And again, looking at the individual, it's not always the same approach for every person. You know, you may have someone who, you know, has that high stress and high, their cortisol is high and their hormones are, are, you know, off. And, and there are a lot of natural things that we can do to improve that. But there's also the mindset part of it too, that is really hard to get a lot of women to realize that they have to switch that mindset and realize, you know, it's okay for me to do yeah. less. It's okay for me to take a rest day in my, you know, crazy workout schedule. It's okay for me to, or some women are on the other spectrum. It's okay for me to go exercise and take time for myself because, oh, I have to, you know, take care of my kids. I've got to work. I've got to take care of my house. Maybe I have aging parents that, you know, I have to take care of and all these other, you know, things that we take on, especially, you know, as women that sometimes we are the last person who gets any sort of care. And that's a large part of what I try to instill in women that it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Uh, and that you should be a priority in your life, not everybody and everything else. Exactly. That, what you just touched on before, I'm that person. You know, <laughs> if I don't walk my 10,000 plus a day, then I'm going to eat less. That's my mindset. Mm. You have to mm. work out a lot or and eat less. That's so, I mean, and I have this mindset that I'm trying to, you know, break through and block. Like, you know, Kate knows, like I try to do intermittent fasting, you know, I'm, you know, I try to do all these things that I keep on hearing and I really don't know what is right. So what are some mindset blocks that you come across? Good question. Oh, yeah. Excellent question. And and I, there are some of the most common ones I I see are are kind of like what I talked about, the, the, the mindset block of the doing less is actually better for me. Uh, and, and eating more is actually going to help me lose weight. Um, because I get a lot of women again, who have come to me from a a background of dieting, uh, or weight yo-yoing up and down, or just restrictive eating altogether, where they really eat too few calories in their body needs. And when I calculate out what they're eating compared to what they should be eating, um, I find out, wow, you've been under eating for, you know, it could be years and, they have the mentality of, I can't eat more, more. That's, you know, that's totally counterintuitive to anything I've ever been told. Um, So getting them to trust that process and understand that we actually have to reverse the damage and bring them up to a a level of homeostasis, the balance of your body where your body is happy again. And we Mm. start looking at, um, wow, now I have more energy. I can sleep better. My mood is better. Um, even things like their libido improve because they haven't been treating their body. Well, um, is, you know, is easy for me to tell them to do, but the mindset of this is what's going to help me is, is very challenging, especially for women, um, and getting them to understand that process. And so it takes some time to, 
you know, bring awareness to that. And why are we doing this? And, and telling them that you can lose weight, but we've got to bring your body up to where it's, it's not stressed out. Um, you know, so that's, that's one, one thing is, is just the whole mindset of, uh, you know, it's okay to make these changes against what you think <laughs> you should be doing. Cause sometimes it's, it's actually been hurting you. Um, and then I think the, the, the mindset again, around the scale being your only measure of success, uh, and, and trying to get them to realize, well, maybe let's, you know, take some pictures and, and, you know, just, you don't have to share them with anybody, but just have a progress picture because sometimes, you know, you don't realize how much your body has changed. Maybe the scale hasn't changed much, but your body is now showing some recomposition. Right. And you look at a picture now, and then maybe six weeks from now and and you can see, wow, I, I can see more definition in my waist and my hips are smaller. Maybe you do some measurements or use even some, you know, clothes, like a pair of jeans that are a little tight, you know, use that as a, a goal uh, or a progress measurement rather than the scale, because for, you know, especially for women that can go up and down in a day. Well, also uh, you with, know, make or break your day, if, depending on yeah. what you see. <laughs> well, also with the scale, cause I, I and I have, it, it's been a while, but I, I used to do a lot of strength training. I used to do CrossFit. I used to lift weights that increases your bone density and um, builds muscle, which, which is a factor on the scale. So you might weigh more, but you could yeah. be smaller. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that's so true. And, and for a lot of women, they don't realize that, um, there, you know, the scale is not the, you know, you can weigh yourself. That's okay. You know, if, if that works for you, for some women, it's, it's such a, so such a hard thing to get rid of that. Maybe they just have to get rid of the scale completely because yeah. it's just too, it's just too much for them. They just mentally, it, it, it doesn't work. Uh, you know, so I, I never had a scale in my house with two girls. Oh. And once they went to college, then they bought each bought a scale. Really? Yeah, oh. I didn't have it when they were young because I was like, I just don't want to know, and I don't want them to be weighing themselves all the time. So we never had a scale until they went to college, and then they bought one, and then they ordered one and sent me one. Oh, that's also, funny! They sent you one. Like, you, you know, they go to the gym or they go to their friend's house and they weigh themselves. Like, you don't ever get to sound like, no, we don't need one in our house. Yeah, you know? I think that was a, a good thing. Yeah, you know, because I, I, you know, for for anyone who is a, a mom, they have to really watch what they, you know, not what necessarily always what they say and do to their children, but themselves, you know. Because I remember my mom, you know, just muttering things under her breath or or saying, you know, a throwaway comment about herself, you know, not about, you know, I I was wonderful, beautiful, perfect, whatever, but her, you know, I would hear what she would say about herself, and I you know, as a, as a girl too, well, you know, what, how do I, you know, take that in? And those things will stay with you from your childhood too, to create your um, mentality around thing and your mindset around things too. And, and I hope that with some of the things I do with women is, is teach them that you're a role model for your children and you don't have to tell them mommy's exercising because, you know, I want to you know lose weight or I want to get stronger, just, just exercise. And they'll see, wow, that's something that, you know, women do or that moms do, and that's a normal thing. And maybe they want to join you in that, uh, you know, or if you're eating healthy or you're, you are actively trying to lose weight, well, maybe you don't tell them, you know, mommy's on a diet or I'm trying to lose weight. You tell them, you know, I'm 
I want to be around for you for a long time. And I want to take care of my health. And, you know, usually those are things that, you know, moms and women feel that, you know, they, they want to be there for the people that rely on them and, you know, teaching them those healthy habits. That's such a beautiful thing. Yes. Whether it's our kids or like all of us are, have our own, you know, Facebook groups. Right. And um, Mm -hmm. just, just that, that verbiage of, you know, yeah, it's, it's okay to want to move your body. It's okay to want to eat healthy for other reasons than just how you look. Right. Um, is a, is a great message. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's coming to my mind is that a lot of moms are inconsistent or they think they can do it by themselves. You know, they'll go find a personal trainer, but they'll be like, Oh, I can do my own eating by myself, or they'll go find somebody who helps with their eating and then they'll work out themselves. So do you think it's important to get somebody who helps with both? Because so many of us, we think we can do it on our own and we're going through the same thing year after year, not any progress, not changing our mindset. Is it important to find somebody to start you off if you really want to be healthy and start some kind of program for yourself as you get older? That's a great question. And, and, you know, obviously I, I, even as a coach, I have coaches, um, you know, in the past. So I, you know, I'm sure you're the same, Um, you know, so I I try to tell people that too, is, Hey, I'm a coach, but I, I need help in areas where and it might be, I've had a personal trainer in the past because I spent so much time helping other people that my, you know, goals didn't get met because I put so much energy into everything else, or maybe a business coach, because I knew I didn't know what to do in certain areas. And so I, I sought help. And so I try to, you know, tell them, Hey, I, I know it's not easy to ask for help. Um, I know it's, you know, you want to do it on your own because, you know, yeah, I can do it on my own. I don't need anybody else. <laughs> but I realized that letting them understand that I, I too have had coaches as well, because I understood the value in it. And then I can tell them, you know, here's why it's important. And so, you know, take a little more answer your question, you know, again, like it kind of goes back to saying that there are all these pieces of the puzzle and nutrition exercise, for example. So having a personal trainer, having a nutritionist, um, you know, if it's one person who has both of those expertise areas, great. Um, maybe it's not, maybe, you know, someone's personal trainer doesn't deal with nutrition, or maybe someone just has a, um, you know, maybe they need to go see a registered dietitian because they have diabetes or a medical condition that, um, a, a nutritionist, you know, it's out of their scope of practice. And hopefully a good nutritionist would say that you know, or a personal trainer who doesn't know how to work with someone with uh, injuries or medical conditions would say, let me refer you to someone who does yeah, do that rather than just taking them on and saying, well, I'll figure it out. You know, hopefully there's, you know, we have these standards that we should hopefully be following as other Some you know, professionals. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm big on that, but mm-hmm. not everybody in the industry, you know, is like that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I to me, because those two things go so hand in hand that working on them both at the same time makes the most sense because you'll get the most out of that help. Yeah. Um, and then that person knows exactly what's going on in both of those areas. So they know, oh, I know exactly what you're doing for activity. So I know how to adjust your nutrition accordingly. Right. Or if they see, you know, for example, I do a lot of work on, on biofeedback 
when I work with people, I monitor that regularly to see if I make a change, how is your body responding? And if I see your body is responding in a particular way, I can say, oh, I know what caused that because I was the one who made this change or, or you know, that thing. And I know, okay, I need to back this particular thing off. And, and that's the expertise that a, a lay person just doesn't have. They don't know how to look at those other things, again, beyond the scale or yeah. things like that, that will tell you more about what's exactly going on with your body. And then we get to a point where if I know I can't naturally help them with say balancing hormones or, you know, something like that, then I'll say, you know, we need to have a, uh, you know, go have you go to your, your, your doctor, or maybe you haven't had any lab work in a while. And, you know, I think there's something else deeper going on, or, or maybe, you know, have that conversation of going into a, a deeper area that we naturally have done what we can do. We still haven't seen your body come back to where it should be. Here's, you know, what I think your next step should be. And then yeah. work on, you know, hopefully with that professional, whoever it is and say, you know, here's, here's what you've been doing. Let's see what they say. And then let's, you know, come up with a plan based on, you know, more information. Right. Awesome. Which well, leads to yeah, it's really good information. And and I love that you you're like, hey, I'll work alongside anybody to help, you know, to, Absolutely. to, to help you out. That's, that's so important. I think so there, mm-hmm. there are a lot of coaches out there that wouldn't do that. That would feel like, no, then you just need to go do that. Um, you know, because they feel a little threatened, but, um, but you, so I, I really, <laughs> and I think you need to know your limitations. Sure. Uh, and I think some people just won't, won't do that. And, and they, it's to the detriment of the client. And and my whole philosophy is I'm here for the client. I'm here to do what's best for them. And if I speak with someone and they, and they, what, you know, information they tell me, and I realize I'm not the best fit for them. I will tell them that, you know, and I will say, I would love to help you, but I really think you need to speak with this person. If I have someone in my network that I can, you know, tell them, or if I don't, I'll say, well, this is the professional that you need to speak with for whatever their needs are. And then, you know, maybe down the road, then you come back to me when, you know, when that's taken care of, or maybe it may never be, it might, I might just not be that person, the person for you, you know, if that, yeah, I'm not that person for you. And then every now and then it's, it's doesn't have to do with the issues. It just has to do with maybe there's just not a fit, you know, it's just not a good personality fit or outlook or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Because I, there's a, it's a big communication um, you know, it's a two-way street. It's not just me telling them what to do. It's, I need their feedback. I need them comfortable with me and, um, you know, having them have that level of trust that, you know, and if they don't feel that, or if they just don't feel like it's doesn't click, then, then I don't want them to force it. And I would never force someone and take them on as a client, just because I want a client or. So uh, what does know. it look like to work with you? Do you do one-on-one? Do you do group? Like what? So what does it look like to work with Melissa? Uh, I have different options for people. Uh, you know, my signature program is uh, I have a three month one-on-one program called the heal method. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a six month program. Um, and, and basically it sort of depends on what, how deep the issues are uh, at what, you know, and, kind of helping people fit into which one-on-one coaching scenario works best for them. 
and, and, you know, that's my, that's where I can do the most work is when, yeah. when it's one-on-one because everything is individualized. There's no template. There's no generic information. It is all based on you and then adjusted along the way based on how your body is responding and, and what's going on. Um, so, and that's both, I mean, I say it's, it's, it's a wellness program, really it's nutrition, it's exercise, it's mindset, it's all of that. It's sleep, it's stress management. We, we touch on all of those different topics because that's really what gets people the success that they're looking for um, and sustainable habits. A lot of it is it's. I, I tell people, if you want a quick fix, if you want another diet or th- don't, please don't, I'm not the you're person not, for you're you. You're not their girl. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm not. not that person because I'm, I'm the exact opposite. I don't believe in the diets. I don't believe in the, the pills, the potions and the, you know, yeah. I, I it, it, it pains me to see people trying to get those quick fixes and then just come back and, and lose, you know, lose the weight, gain it back. And then they're in the same position again. And they've wasted the time and money when they could have learned the habits that will sustain them for a lifetime by working, you know, with me to teach them the right way to do it. Yeah. And it, and it's not nearly as like restrictive or as painful as, as these diets and other programs are. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then if people maybe, maybe budget is a concern. Uh, and so I have a, a group, op, you know, option too, where I have a, a lower cost, you know, kind of budget friendly group coaching, um, you know, informational Facebook group that people can be part of too, where, you know, they get a little bit of coaching, but it's not, you know, it, you know it's a level where they still get, you know, they still get some expertise and, and yeah. information that will help them. Um, but maybe they just aren't ready to jump into one-on-one or maybe budget really is a concern. And so I wanted to have something that, you know, would fit that area for people too. Awesome. It. Well, we'll link all of this to the bottom in the show notes. Thank you so much. This was so informative. Don't you think so, Kate? I do. I love, like, I I just honestly, like my Facebook page comes up or, you know, all the time, like women in menopause, you need to take these pills. And, and it's, it's really about (laughs) this, that, or the other thing. And it just, it just drives me crazy to see, um, you know, when you, and you touched on it a little bit, right. Societal norms. That was our first podcast. Like what societal norms, people try to apply them to themselves all the time. And, they just, they shouldn't, they, yeah, don't, don't just, <laughs> Thank you. yeah, societal Thank norms you. suck, right? Yeah. There was a supermodel yeah. when I was growing up named freaking Twiggy. Does everybody remember yes. Twiggy? Oh, Cause sure, she was yeah. like the skinniest tiny, Twiggy tiny. model, right? Yeah. Like that's what we yeah. grew up with. We need yeah. to get that. Um, that and, I, and I, every heads. day I'm, I'm fighting that because I, I just know how much power that's can have, um, and and trying to help women to realize that that's not where, you know, we're not looking for that, you know, you let's make you the best you and, you know, and I appreciate you, you know, letting me talk about something that I, I love talking about. It it shows that you're super passionate. (laughs) Yes, it does. And you know, what's really interesting is that, you know, we think in our twenties and our thirties, you know, by our forties and fifties, we would not have that mindset of you have to be skinny. Skinny is beautiful. This is the way to be, but still, you know, even as you get older, we still have that mindset that we have to be skinny, that that's the best way to be, you know, that's why that's how people will love us. That's how people will look at us. You know, Mm -hmm. if you, if you're even a little bit heavy, we still don't have that mindset that, you know, okay, 
we've had a good life. Health is wealth, you know, that type of thing. It's all like, you have to be skinny, you know? And I, and I Mm -hmm. just wish that as you get older, that mindset would change, but it doesn't, you know? And then as adults, you know, even though we know, you know, we put it, we put it on younger people too. Oh, look at that girl. She's not skinny. Oh, she's so beautiful. And that's because she's skinny. She might, you know, you might not be a beautiful person because she's skinny. She's skinnier than the heavier one who's actually gorgeous. Right. Right. Weight yeah. is such a yeah. big thing. Yeah. Every we're, we're fighting against, you know, uh, you know, social media and yeah. TV and, and all, you know, print everything is still, it still shows that, you know, yeah. to this day and fighting against it is, is, is tough. It's a struggle. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. again, thank you for coming. This has been amazing. Um, love talking to you and um, yeah. So, so much. Uzma, you always have your thing that you say at the end. Subscribe, like, comment. Subscribe, like, comment, share, you know, tell everybody. We'll link everything of Melissa's at the bottom. And yeah. those of you who want to see what we look like and how we dress for these podcasts, we also are loaded up on YouTube as Two Moms Save the World. So yes. if you want to watch us, if you're a visual person, that's a great way to watch us as well. All right. Thank okay. you. Thanks, nice Melissa. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.